When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Market Watch is proudly brought to you by Top Sport, home of the Top Sport betting multi. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. For the Panthers up against the Storm, the big news, Jerome Luai is back. Isaac Tungle named as well. That is interesting. So I don't know who would go into the centres, whether it's going to be Zach Hosking, Tyrone Peachy's named 18th man, Jack Cogger, Luke Garner, go back to the interchange bench. So... That's interesting. No Sonny Luke there. Jack Cogger getting the jump on him as the next in line dummy half. Nathan Cleary had an injury scare on Monday. Got no doubt that he will play on Friday. Less confident around Jerome Hughes. So we'll have to get an update on that. No Xavier Coates, but uh, Tyron Wishart is onto the bench and Bronson Garlic misses out. Tui Kamikamitha has been named subject to a fitness test. I think the market has been very solid on this one, Tristan. Just yes. before we go to the market, Jimmy, sorry, Tristan, um, I wondered if if my mail is that Luai certainly plays, which I'm sure is factored in, but Tago probably doesn't, and we'll see Garner step in. I don't think that probably influences it all that much, Tristan. I don't think so. I, I, I think, um, obviously, Tungo's a good player but hasn't played in a while, so I don't think it would it would shift the market too significantly. Obviously, Luai and Hughes are uh, two much more influential players, and I think I think they're probably both being factored into playing. So if there is that talk that Jimmy's suggesting that Jerome Hughes doesn't play, I think we certainly will see a, a move um, towards the minus for the Panthers. But, yeah, I don't think it will shift significantly um, – for the Tungo side of things, but maybe keep that in mind when you're having a look at your try scorer bets if you're wanting to look a little bit early because perhaps there might be a bit of value in some of the other players depending on where they might focus that attack. So yes. the market does see Penrith very firm favourites, eighteen. the Storm 480. The line's actually ducked in a point. It opened at 13.5. It's now 12.5, 185 the minus, 195 the plus, 39.5 the total points. Um, you know, the... The Storm, they're just losing troops at the wrong time of the year. They, they, they've obviously picked up a number of injuries over the last while. Penrith played Melbourne late in the season and were, were pretty comprehensive in, in their performance. So it does look like Penrith are going to be too strong with all of their troops back on deck. But I suppose you can't write off any Bellamy team in the finals. But um, I just think with everyone back on deck, Penrith's going to be very, very hard to beat. Just going to a couple of your points, Jimmy, Um uh, I've, I've mentioned over recent weeks, you know, 17 of the last 22 premiers have won off the back of having the week off, being in the, uh, the top four and then getting into the grand final. And so we've got Penrith and the Broncos here. We have ended up with the final four that was the starting top four. I still think it's the right system. I think it's better than the alternate that we had years ago where, you know, the top of the table was flogging the bottom of the eight. Um, we rarely see somebody from the bottom side of the the um, top eight come through, but I think that we still end up with uh, the best teams into these final weeks and then I think the best teams into the grand final. So I think the system ends up rolling out the right way. 
Um, certainly, Penrith looked very favoured here. D just touching on those changes, if for the Storm, one of the things I did notice with Hughes out last week, I thought that Wishart played very well stepping in, but uh, what was very noticeable was they played far less to their right-hand edge than they normally would if Hughes was playing. And so while you know, Wishart scored a, an early try with a, a nice dummy and some acceleration on the right, I think if we actually did a bit of a heat map of the Storm's overall play, uh, I would have suggested that 70 to 80% of their favoured option was dominating to the opposite edge and Munster completely overriding all of that play. So uh, if Hughes comes back, I think that balances up a little bit more. If he's out, then I think we'll probably see more of last week. Um, getting to the Storm, I just think that, you know, as I've touched on for weeks, there are different uh, a different side and I think a weaker side when they've been away. Um, yeah, and I also think that they, this year, especially in semifinals, have been a step below these top-of-the-table teams. The Broncos dusted them up a couple of weeks ago quite comfortably in Brisbane, 26-0. Their record when they've been away those last four games have been 26-28, 26-26, that they're leaking points. Uh, when they played the Panthers during origin period in Melbourne, they led 14-0, and there's a few key points around how they got to that point, but then faded into the second half. Penrith stepped up a gear and then went away with a 34-16 win, and then a few weeks later, well, it was probably uh, four, uh, six or so weeks later when the corresponding match um, round 23 out at Penrith Park you know, Penrith, I thought, were uh, absolutely in uh, command of that event all the way through and ended up with a 26-2 to two decisive win. I think Tristan's right. I think they're picking up injuries. I think they're just um, struggling. I mean, Bellamy's a master this time of the year, but I, I'm just not sure that he's got the right balance and the right troops. And then, you know, Hughes is clearly a question mark whether he plays and or is clearly um, quite busted. And I think that Munster and Grant have been poor. And, you know, I thought Munster, uh, again, two key semifinals in a row uh, was poor last week. I'm not sure. There's some reports that he's still um, wrestling with injury and just trying to play at his best each week, but it's certainly not working with them. Panthers, they're just another level. I think they're on their up. Um, I, you know, the form line, again, we could question about beating the Warriors at Penrith Park, but I just think they look, Everything coming together at the right time. They get Luai back. I would expect that their defence dominates. And I thought that the market was probably about right. I'd certainly be with Penrith uh, covering the line. Oh, I can't believe your thoughts on Cameron Munster. So he, we called the game on Friday night. All three of us. So there was, um, I think it was Timmy Manor. No, Mark Carroll, Brett Camorley and myself. All three of us gave three points to Munster for player of the match. So oh, well. what what he did, so I, I totally agree with you, him overriding Tyron Wishart, right? Throw it to me, give it to me, give it to me. He injected himself into the game so much, 17 runs, and uh, and I know that's not necessarily his game, but he's best when he's running. And and the, the effort that he put in, what he showed, I thought was not Munster back to his best, but Munster showing everyone else, including everyone involved in the club, how much it means for him uh, to him to play well in those big games. So I, I thought he... Even if he hasn't played his, his amazing game that we've seen at origin level, he was still the key figure on the field for the Melbourne Storm. The other key figure is Nelson Asper-Solomona. He's got to start. He's He's got to use him in a different... He had 
he had a fantastic first 20 minutes or 17 minutes. He had four runs. He's got to get involved and he's got to get second phase play. And then when Christian Welsh comes on, he's got to get second phase play. They need to play this differently. They need to move this Penrith defence around. It's been proven by the Parramatta Eels, who beat them twice during the regular season. Move the defence around. That's your best chance of victory. In saying that, I still don't think they do get a victory over the Penrith side. Little bit of a scare with Nathan Cleary. No problem with Jerome Luai coming back. And physically, this side's just got to be absolutely primed to go. I'm all over the minus 12.5 for Penrith. Interesting, Jimmy. I guess it's it's all a, clearly a different view. I wouldn't have had Munster in the top five on the on the field last week. I don't doubt that he tried. I don't doubt also, though, in my opinion, that he overplayed his hand. And I thought that he was involved in some for, poor decision-making, a few poor kick options and some, certainly some poor run options. But more importantly, where he was directing the play, I think the other thing that's been notable for the Storm over the last couple of months, and you touched on it there, is I think that they're one big man short in the middle. And so we see this change of rotation of whether Nelson plays in the middle or plays on an edge. I think the Storm are best when he plays on an edge, but it means that they still have that hole in the middle of that other guy that can do the job that Bromwich has done in the past or some of those others. And, um, yeah, I I just think it, it... yeah, I agree with you. I think it leaves them short. And then if Hughes then ends up being an out this week, um, that's certainly certainly a major issue. The other guy I wanted to give a rap to, I thought Meany was outstanding last yep. week. I thought he was actually one of their best. Um, and a number of those um, bomb takes and defusals that he took, um, I thought, you know, changed a bit of the shape of the game. So uh, he's had an outstanding season. But, you know, he's very, very good, but he's not a Pappenhausen. And that's that other missing spark and link that can change a game that they haven't had this season. One point, Tedesco. Two points, Meany. Three points, Munster was our 3-2-1. Well, my 3-2-1 from last week. What are you doing, Float? Are you doing anything? We're, we're all singing the same, aren't we? Minus 12 and a half? Yeah, I think the minus 12.5 will be, will be very hard to beat. Just on where you spoke about the final structure, Jimmy, which you know, Jared's touched on, let's not forget we were one minute away from uh, the, the, the team that were finished running 12th for most of the season getting into the into the last four as well. So I, I think it worked out pretty well. That We had a high-quality game over there in New Zealand too between uh, the, the Knights, which had a lot of momentum. But I, I think we got the best four teams in the comp uh, still alive, and I think it worked out all right. 